bond over. I went out last night. Yeah. Yeah. A friend of mine got uh, really fucked up last night. I was texting with her back and forth. This is the progression. Oh, really? <laughs> and texting with people when you start off the night, when they start off the night drinking to when they're like, she was like, I don't know. I like I have a bloody toe this morning. And I was like, oh, I've been there. I've been there those nights. Yeah. A lot of Chicago nights spent uh, waking up being like, what the fuck do I have these injuries? Like riding my bike, <laughs> like, falling down, running into cars. Like, <laughs> But That's she was sweet. just like, it was just funny because it was like, it would just be like, she'd try to put LOL, but it'd be like LPL. And I was like, this yeah. is great. Like, I love seeing the progression. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, I went out to uh, a friend's band was playing, and then it was also the birthday celebration of another friend. Yeah. Who I didn't know was actually in that band now. It was weird. But um, I drank like seven at work uh, yesterday. I made like 120 bucks. I spent it all out last night on booze. It was like tequila and soda all night. Ended up making out with this girl that I just met, like right there. It was awesome. <laughs> you didn't bring her home though. And then she, nah, she was like, she was playing it cool. She just wanted to make out and be drunk, and that was fine. Because I just like, it was like I just showed up to this place, like nobody knew me, but I knew the people who the party was for. So I was like, hey, what up? And then like, you just see me making out with this girl all in the open. One of my proudest moments. <laughs> oh, but yeah, no, she was like leaving the next morning. She was from Nashville. So she's uh, leaving th- th- this morning. And then I was just like, well, I'm down to hang out if you want to. And she's like, hey, I think I should probably just go. And I'm like, all right, cool. But she was making out with me pretty hard. So sweet. it was nice. She's following the podcast. So awesome. Something worked. <laughs> That's, That's pretty much my sales pitch. <laughs> giving them super out. <laughs> oh, by the way, here's my business card. You're pretty good at kissing. Not put best. it in my mouth and I shove it into theirs with my tongue. <laughs> well, I guess I'll just keep this now. Exactly. That's how we get listeners, people. People! <laughs> <laughs> um, I think I'm going to... You know, it's like, you know, like summer has really hit here in Denver. Yeah, it's does it get super hot there? It's been getting pretty hot, yeah. this um, I gather it's going to be a pretty hot summer all over the world. Um, <laughs> but uh, it's, it's not too bad, though. Today was, like, nice and kind of cool. Um, but, but it's just like, there's the nights are so nice. Like there's so such perfect temperature. Um, I, uh, I, uh, come home. I'm usually tired as fuck and I don't want to do anything. Um, but last night it was just so nice. I was like, I hopped in the shower. I knew this show was going on. I'm like, fuck it. I'm just going to go. And at first it was like awkward because I didn't really know anybody except for like a couple people. And I didn't even know them that well, but everybody pretty well. But you know, it started just like this. Uh, yeah, making out that girl, and I got really drunk, and I got some free drink tickets, which was cool. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah, it was a lot of drinks. Um, but I forgot what I was getting at. I guess I'm just bragging. <laughs> <laughs> that's fine. It was it's awesome. good to do oh, but yeah, it was just you know, it's like it's just like, and then oh, so my what I was getting at was like I have this little shooter right now, and I'm gonna take a sip of it. It's okay. I have the day off. Jeez. Just don't drink and drive. Yeah, that's true. I do have to get some food later. Uh, you'll probably you'll probably be fine. Yeah. That's all you have. Yeah, I'm just gonna sip on that little Juarez. 
a little bottle of water. They had a uh, pinata last night, and there was like Jolly Ranchers and shooters inside of it. Oh. At the show, at the it was like a it was like one guy's birthday party, and he fucking did the he did the Wild Bill shit from <laughs> from Silence of the Lambs. Yeah. <laughs> the ba- so the band, my friend's band, and my friend goes by Stench. By the way, he's a bass player. Um, and then the guy Mark Starr, it was his birthday party, and he was in. The, he was the drummer in the second to last band, and he was the vocalist for Cunnilingus, or the newest vocalist for the band Cunnilingus. Um, and they're just like you know, they're like in their mid forties and shit, and still just fucking rocking out. It was awesome. Uh, <laughs> but Mark Starr, he fucking you don't even. He just he's a wild he's a wild dude. He's got like a weird like crazy eye and. <laughs> Um, he's just like a rock star. He looks like Danny DeVito with long black hair who's like a rock fucking Mexican rock star in Denver. <laughs> anyway, he fucking he do it. But at some point he like tucked his dick back and then he was like singing the last song. And it was like a fucking raging punk song. And he was singing it, and then his pants, he drops his pants and then everybody's like, oh, my God. And I was like looking around. I'm like, "Whoa, what's going on?" And then I look because I was like, I was looking at the this girl I was standing next to, and then I look up and he's standing there and he's like, "I got that crucifix pose and his dick's tucked back and he's completely naked." <laughs> he was just like finished the rest of the song all naked and everybody was like, "Yeah!" <laughs> fucking wild build, everybody tucked it back and then he did the bulldog where he bent over and you could see everything. It was disgusting. And then he, and then he started talking like Jim Carrey through his butt cheeks, like Ace Ventura for a minute. Huh. It was crazy. That's a that's uh, how you know you're at a punk show. Yeah, it was fucking awesome. Um, that was at the Larimer Lounge here in Denver, Colorado. Uh, but yeah, summer's hit. There's a ton of shows next week. I'm going to Ghost and Chemist. Um, and I saw at the drive-in a couple weeks ago and Mastodon and it's, you should, you, you gotta get out of here, man. It's the best like music scene better yeah. than Chicago too. Like there's, I like Chicago's great, but there's so much pretension there and there's only like a few styles. Well, I don't know. I can't even say that. I, I think really it's anymore. gotten better. Like being out of Chicago, I feel like so much more shit goes there than when you were living there. Yeah. And I don't know yeah. like why that was. Like, cause I only remember seeing yeah. a few really cool shows there. I also probably, also I didn't have any money to go see like expensive shows. Like any show I saw yeah. at the time was like, I got free tickets too. Yeah, or like ten bucks at the the empty bottle. Yeah, I mean I saw some good bands at the empty bottle, like Screaming Females, great band I saw there. Yeah, I saw Ice Age at the empty bottle. That was fucking awesome. But yeah, like. I don't know, man. It just seems to get better because, like, I'm going up there at the end of July to see Neurosis and Converge. That'll be fucking yeah. awesome. I can't wait for that fucking show. That's going to be so good. I know. I'm too I know, old. It's... I almost feel like I'm too old to go see it. Really? Yeah. yeah stay, stay on the periphery of the fucking pit. I'm not getting in the fucking Converge pit. Are you fucking kidding me? <laughs> Jesus Christ, man. I, I wouldn't get this I wouldn't suggest it. No, it's going to just be standing back, hanging out with Ben, drinking some beers, going. I finally seen Converge. Yeah. This is great. Yeah, I can't. I can't do the pit like I once could. I've had many no. good pit experiences. The Pit King. That was the Pit King. <laughs> is that what they called you? Yeah, that's what they called me. <laughs> I fucking, I would stand up in there, and I'm like kind of a skinny dude, but I like just 
I'm, I think I'm a little bit stronger than I look. And in the pit, there's just like so much going on. And I just like, I love like the feel of like somebody like barreling down on you and just de- deflecting their, their body and like send them shoving and you know, like using their weight against them, send them shoving in brutally into somebody else. <laughs> it's so good. Or just like bashing into somebody. Like I've only been punched a couple times. I feel like growing up in like the punk scene and stuff, like I feel like there was like a camaraderie in the pit. Like, yeah, you know, you went there to get like to punch people to shove, and like you don't really go there to punch. It's just like, yeah, like rough people up a bit. But now I feel like it's like you get certain kids who are just like they don't get that mentality. Like, yeah, it's more about just like they'll get hit and then it's anger, and the people are like, dude, what the fuck? Like, calm down. Like, everyone's doing this. Yeah, there's and always it's really hard to enjoy a pit just because it's like there's some people in there just ready to fuck up your day. Yeah, there's always that one guy who just is like a little shit. He's just like he's just doing it all wrong, you know. Yeah, get to his his moshing, you know, he's not there with you. He's just trying to like bash his way through or whatever. And I always like I've had moments where I'll like single these dudes out and I'll wait for like the best opportunity when their back foot lifts up and they're off balance and I'll just fucking charge at him from the darkness and knock him completely over <laughs> you know like Dude, I've, you, know, you have like these rivalries that form in the pit and you're just like don't like don't fuck with me man because like you may get me on a lucky shot but i got you every time you fuck up in yeah. the pit well that's funny because it's like uh, i was i was pit. watching shy halud play in like louisville at a free show and um i was there with a friend and uh he was like look at this whole shit he's like hold on like he wasn't moshing he wasn't doing anything he's like he like looked at me. He's like, I hate this fucking kid. Like, look at him, and like that yeah. dude just exactly the way you described it. He's like, hold on a second. And <laughs> you saw this guy do this like weird roundhouse kick and yeah. just shove that guy, and people yeah. were like, because yeah. the guy was just yes. like, day, and then the kid like walked yeah. off for a while, and I was like, yeah. dude, like yeah, just like sit the fuck down. Like, I've had moments like know. that, many a moment like that, sucker ass pitters. <laughs> yeah, I just. I'm um, just too old, man. Yeah. I can't do it. My knee's too bad. Like I can't jump. Yeah. I can't it's, like. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. It's good when it's good when you have a, a crowd that's like like doing some shit. I love when like you, you get knocked over, like you trip over or something, you hit the ground. Like I just cover my head and put my arm up in the air, and in like a few seconds, they they have you yanked up. You know what I mean? So there's just like when you have a good crowd, it's great. And there's all there are always those little shit ones, but you just gotta weed them out and get them out of the pit, and then like enjoy yourself. Um, I've been in yeah. a couple that were kind of like tameish. At the drive-in, had like a little bit of a pit going, and there was there was one guy, and he like he he like he was being like shitty. I, I kind of forget exactly what it was, but he was being like a shitty pit member. And I was like, I don't like this guy, so I fucking <laughs> knocked his dick in the dirt, so to speak. Yeah, uh, just knocked him over and held the middle of the pit. You know what I mean? Yeah. But yeah, there's certain things, certain people just don't get it. Yeah. I just don't go like uh last time I saw Thursday I was like I'm gonna go in the pit and I was like ah, yeah I can't anymore man like after the knee surgery I don't feel like stable on that leg and it's just like I don't feel like you gotta be you gotta be aware of your surroundings what the fuck's going on and like know your body a little bit to get in the pit yeah you know so I was yeah. like I don't think I can do it I think if I got knocked a hit too hard it might fuck up my knee or you know I just I fall on the ground you know so yeah yeah, that would not be a risk worth taking. I always end up starting to like on the on the edge of the pit, just like I'm just gonna check it out and like push people in and stuff and like take it easy. But then that one song comes on, I'm just like ah, I jump yeah. in there, fucking pit etiquette. 
Get with it or get out. Right? Yeah, right. <laughs> anyway, welcome to Heavy Rotation. I'm Stefan of the Superhouse Podcast. This is Maddie. I'm also from the Superhouse Podcast. And you're listening to Heavy Rotation. In this episode, we're going to talk about um, the album Tycho by Danger, a French DJ some of y'all might be familiar with. He's a bad motherfucker. Um, I think his, some of his stuff showed up on Adult Swim or something at some point, and that's how I caught wind of it. But we're going to talk about that, and then we're also going to talk her album by Mod. Where are they from again? I forgot. Oh, they're from Savannah, GA. His name's Philip Cope. He was in Kyles. That's it. It's Kyles. I was going to say. Well, he was Kylis, in this band sorry. first. Uh, um, Kyles. I didn't want to embarrass myself. But um, yeah, a lot of those influences are. I think really apparent on this album unreal but we're gonna talk about those two albums uh and i guess we just might as well get into it um you want to talk about danger first yeah sure nice so this is an album that i had recommended to maddie um to kind of break things up usually i i'm i'm about like the newest metal release that i'm digging at the time or something so it's like generally metal or something kind of aggressive or what have you um, so I wanted to mix it up, and this is kind of like a trancey house kind of style of music, I guess. Um, it's like a darker... I like it because of the elements of, like, it's like a little dark. This album actually has a lot of, like, it seems like Asian influences, Japanese influences, and in the drumming and the melodies, which I guess is why it's called Taiko. Um, but I had recommended it to Matty uh, just recently because I like this dude. What do you think of this album, Matty? Um, well, I've really enjoyed it. Um, I, as soon as I put it on, I was like, man, I was like, all right, I don't know. Like, it sounds like a movie. Yeah. It sounds like a soundtrack to a movie. I want to see it really badly. Yeah. Uh, sounds cool. It reminded me a lot of like what John Carpenter did with his like lost themes one yeah. or two. And I really, yeah. I really dig that. I think you called it like spooky dance or something. Is what like, you were yeah. like, we were talking about you were like, yeah, it's like spooky dance music. I was like, perfect. Yeah. I, I love it. It's like um, yeah, Halloween party get down <laughs> anyway and i like every trek on here the only one i don't like and i think stefan and i were talking about this <clears throat> was he didn't like the tracks with the singers on them and i don't like yeah 1150 with little brain on it because i was just like this does yeah. not fit i don't know get what he was doing yeah. and yeah. i also like this song, uh 1900 um because like i love the vocalist she's like an indie yeah. she kind of sounds like an indie rihanna is how i would describe her like i like the way yeah she's totally. singing. she sounds like rihanna but i also don't think this song fits but i think it's a good song too i really i do I, I think it's it has some some layers to it and by the end you start to really hear some really creative dancey stuff it's just it, it for me it was just a little too much on that edge of like yeah, that rihanna that pop sensibility you know and th that's just like those are the two tracks on the album that are like okay these will, these will probably get some kind of radio or club play yeah um but yeah the whole rest of the album is kind of different it's just this whole other vibe and it is very like movie soundtracky kind of cyberpunk kind of uh dark and dancey creepy um yeah very john carpenter-esque you know there's some eps that he did um as well uh leading up to this release over the last like eight years um and that's where i found out about them and they're all like numbered strangely sorry i'm trying to pull some of them up yeah like not uh 
2007 EP. So it's like been a long time coming. Those are the first ones that I found this sound. I really like, you know, something I can dance to that is also like kind of gothy. Um, yeah. yeah, it's fucking. And he's like his imagery is all like glitchy, like either it's like like nature or archaic kind of like ruins or it's like cyberpunky comic booky and stuff so it's like i just really love the whole vibe that this this dude's got going um i was just about to name point out some of the tracks i liked i really like 1103 off of this album i've been listening to that one a lot it's very movie soundtracky and like i'll be driving around this shit will come on and i'll like get squinty eyed and stare off into the distance and shit you know like all structure and yeah tonal narrative i guess you could say that is built from the first track all the way to the last it's really cool it does play out kind of like this crazy this crazy kind of like film that plays out in your head or something like a soundtrack to a film you've never seen before yeah yeah that's what i love so much Um, about the uh john carpenter's albums was it's like a movie i haven't seen but the music is so interesting it makes you want to like create a movie in your head and i got the same feeling with uh this album by danger like every time i listened to it i was like oh man this is like you know some like futuristic you know like i don't know i just had like all this like blade runner imagery in my head and like dark city shit was going through it and i was like oh god if you could combine those two make that this weird fucking but all that was like happening in my head and i was like i want to see this movie so bad yeah exactly like he would just i bet in in no time this guy will end up doing some soundtrack for something it's just too good it's too perfect for for what what um for what it is you know it's like it's ripe for the picking yes you could say um but yeah i really love danger f and dj um i'd probably if i could go to a rave or something if he ever came to Denver. That'd be cool. Yeah. I don't really usually go to too much EDM, but you know what? This is the kind of EDM my love. It's pretty spot on. Yeah, I wouldn't um, even know if I would call it that necessarily. Really? Yeah, yeah. Maybe. I mean, I don't know. It doesn't have a lot of like the things that I like that I would think that would... I mean, I'm sure the influence is there for sure, but I don't know. I thought it was way easier to listen to than a lot of that stuff because anytime EDM yeah. comes on, I'm always like, uh, I'm gonna listen to this for like yeah, two songs yeah. and then I'm out because I feel like I've heard it already. Cheesy shit, yeah. Like Polish Ambassador or something. When you're out at a thing, like an event or something, like when I went to Burning Man, I was like, oh, this is part of the ambiance, you know, it's like kind of cool. I'm listening to it, I'm digging it. But then when I came home and I was trying to let style of music and like really get into it the way I would get into metal or some fucking other thing, it just was. I just. You know, when it's just not my thing, and at points I'm like, this kind of is like leaning towards there, like those vocal tracks on on this album, on Tycho. Yeah, but uh, it also he's such a good like producer, and, and there's a lot that goes into like all these songs, like structure wise. That Dick, it, it was it's to me like a little bit more artful than your 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 normal kind of like EDM or house music <laughs> and shit like that. So yeah, I guess you'd yeah. be right. But yeah, I, yeah. I, I like, I enjoyed it. Uh, it was, um, I had a friend that came over and she was like, Maddie, I've known you and you listen to nothing but metal. But recently, 
what is up with all this electronic style music you've been listening yeah. to? And I, and I have been listening to a lot of it. I mean, um, like I've been listening to like Aceyers Oddblood a lot. Um, some of their other yeah. albums, which I think they're like more of an indie rock band, but they do have electronic influence in it. Um, like Health was another band I've been listening yeah. to a lot. And then I would like put this on and she was like, what is happening to you? And then like, not that the, and then just like more like kind of like I've been listening to The Cure a lot too, the, just like this kind of dancey goth mm -hmm. stuff. And I was like, I honestly don't know what's happening, but it's just a genre of music I never really got into. And it's just coming yeah. full force. And I'm not really like, I don't plan on it. It just happens. <laughs> I agree with that. I'm kind of in that same boat. Like I, the only other music, like if I can find a nice, an awesome hip hop record, that's always great metal yeah. and other than metal like i like some indie stuff that i catch here and there like i like that alt j stuff or whatever sometimes it's a little too like alt j is um, so hit or miss dude yeah yeah <laughs> like you know like that type of like like my i would say like one of my least favorite genres of music is like 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 that kind of like emo or not emo but a sad bastard indie rock kind of stuff yeah doesn't jive with me um like like uh, um kind of the indie electric scene of crystal castles and um what was that other one and they were just they were kind of popular recently that i know it doesn't help um yeah it'll come to me the xx that's all i think not, like. not the xx it was a guy and a girl is like a guy dj and a girl one of their songs is game or something like that but anyway um more electronic stuff that's come that i like to the one uh area that i do kind of like venture out for like new or music and stuff what was that one we were listening to the black that dark new no, wave yeah electronic stuff i love stuff that sounds like video game music like movie soundtracks and stuff like you know kavinsky and uh was one of my favorites you're listening to umberto no oh man so that's it's more of this kind of like dark dancey stuff perturbator now they're all coming to me perturbator yeah, yeah. is really great kind of mixed style and like the good damn there's there's a lot now but anyway there's none of these like you know like electronic oh man and there's some but lately it's been you know grimes oh, yeah grimes is so Aurora. good <laughs> other side that i really tend to lean to are aerial pink and the hot graffiti um, it took me a while to solo stuff more than the haunted graffiti stuff so far but it's all kind of it's all starting to mesh Mm -hmm. but uh but yeah other than that it's just like metal i just found this other new great fucking metal album i recommended near the end of the episode but hot damn there's because i go by and you're like there's no music no i'm just listening to the same shit over and over like i got a few good releases this last week and it's been it's been nice i feel reinvigorated yeah yeah i don't know <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I feel like it's been pretty dry, but after like, when was the last thing we got? Probably after at the drive-in, I haven't really like, there's like releases coming in September. I'm really excited about like then Chelsea Wolf and Mirker has a new album coming out and that new track sounds fucking great. Um, 
I haven't listened to it. I don't know, man. I feel like it's still... And then uh, Death Wish is going to release a new album by the band Burn, which I've never really been into, but that uh, their little song clip that's on like the little ad for the album dropping sounds so fucking good that I'm just like going to have to check that album out. So, but yeah, I don't know. I've kind of been going back into like, uh, which the next band we're going to talk about is kind of like was released in like 97 or something, maybe 98. Yeah. And I've just been kind of going back to that older, like, underground, kind of, like, crust punk slash crust metal, like, that that kind of sound. Because I really love it. I love how raw it is and how messy it is. Demod. Is that how you pronounce Burning. it? Yeah, I guess. Uh, that's how I've been saying it. I don't know how else to say it. I didn't, like, look up how to pronounce it. Yeah. Burning Cold, it was? Yeah. You're, uh, you're usually pretty good at pronouncing things, so I'll go with what you think. Thanks. I, uh, I like, uh, have an ear for, no, I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Um, I think we were just talking about, um, how we liked, like, kind of like that nineties kind of like messy, grungy, yeah. like oh, yeah, just yeah. crusty sound that like a lot of bands aren't doing Yeah. Now, Cause like, I love Mastodon. I like what they're doing now with their sound and like, you know, like Kylesa, like being the band that was after the mod. Like I like the way that yeah. sounds, but it all's got a little too clean, you know. Yeah, like, totally. A little like too. Um, and I don't feel like it's as down south almost, you know. So it's kind of yeah. nice when I heard this, which was uh, recommended by uh, the lead singer Baroness was posting a bunch of stuff he used to listen to back in the day that like inspired oh, cool. him to start Baroness. Because I follow him, and he's like at a perfect monster on Instagram, and then I think at your Baroness mm-hmm. is the Baroness uh, Instagram. But he started posting that, and I was like, oh, that's some Pusshead artwork. Man, I haven't seen good Pusshead artwork in a while, and this looks like very yeah. nice artwork. And I was like, this is cool. Who is this? And then I started listening. I was like, this sounds like Kai Lessa, but, like, more intense and raw and, like, didn't know what they were doing. And then, like, when you do a little research, it's like, oh, shit. It's got, like, the, one of the founding members of Kai Lessa in it. And, you know, yeah. it also, like, and I was like, wow, this guy's vo- voice is so, like, I like the kind of screechy kind of, like, yells yeah like and i was like i was like i don't know and i was like oh it's a woman so a woman is like one of the main she doesn't do the deep vocals she does like the higher pitch ones but i like when you can't tell who's screaming and uh after i heard that i was like all right i'll buy this it's like eight tracks whatever like throw some 90s band some money because i guess they got back together now they're back kylissa broke up yeah and mod is like touring again so i don't know yeah like if that means they're gonna come out with a new album or what but I just was like, I just like, I heard it and I was like, oh my God, this is so raw. It's so dirty sounding. Like, it's kind of hard to pick out like what's going on in the song, which is like, I think makes music more interesting sometimes. Cause you're like trying yeah. to find like the catches and the hooks and like the cool guitar parts or the cool bass part or, you know, and I kind of like that muddled mess. And I know like I was reading some reviews on this and people said that a lot. They're like, I don't know this and the first Kyle Lester record. They're all just like, so they just like, they're so jumbled and just like messy and mm-hmm. I don't know. It doesn't sound like music to me. It sounds like a mess. And I was like, I love it. <laughs> so, yeah, I was just going to say like, yeah, the, the first your like initial reaction to this style of music, I guess, um, is, you know, is that like, yeah, you start to be like, Oh, it's kind of a mess. I can't really get hooked on anything. You know, that's why they have hooks in songs, but I like, I love it too. It's like, once you get into like their whole vibe and stuff for me, it was the bass on this album is so like, the whole sound and it's so heavy and dark man it was just like this thing is like some primordial 
fucking angry creature crawling out from the fucking swamp, you know? Like, good, good swamp thing soundtrack. What's well, like that Savannah metal sound, you know? It's like that. But, and uh, I haven't heard it in a while. And like, you know, I listen to Baroness, I listen to Mastodon, I know. And it's like that kind of Georgia metal sound. And I hadn't mm-hmm. heard it in a while because I feel like like Mastodon has it. I know like they, they hit it every once in a while, but I haven't heard it this raw in a while. So it's kind of nice to just like, because these guys, it's like, you know, I just remember walking by like the Jinx and Savannah and like hearing like Baroness play like their early stuff. And I was like, Man, that metal just has a certain sound. Like the first couple of that first Mastodon record also has that feeling mm-hmm. for me a lot too. Yeah, totally. Because I remember walking by the Jinx and just that remission cover being plastered all over the wall, and I was like, "Who's Mastodon?" And they'd like played there a couple of times, but I don't. I don't think I ever saw them, or I was like around there. I might have been in the Jinx at a time they played something, but you know, uh, I wasn't aware of who they were. But I kind of just missed that like kind of crust yeah. metal that like I think the Georgia and like. I think a lot of it came from like Savannah too, mm-hmm. like with just like a product of doing something different in metal and God, I love it. And I missed it. Was, like when you listen to this, you can hear all the influences that like all those guys brought to like what Mastodon sounds like now, like Baroness, even with like, you know, cause I think purple Baroness is purple is a very poppy metal album for them. Yeah, I love yeah. it, but it's super totally. poppy. It's very catchy. It's very easy to like sing along to, which is great, man. They made a fucking like, uh, you know, Rock and uh, roll, Georgia Metal like anthem record, you know, which is great because you can sing yeah. along those songs. They get you fucking pumped. I think Yellow and Green also did that too, really well. So yeah, because um, when I saw them last, mm-hmm. I was like singing to every song, throwing my fists in the air, and I was like, I don't remember doing this the the last time I saw Baroness, you know. So like, I love all that stuff, but it was nice to just go back to like the '90s feel, just like we're just gonna make noise and fucking messes just to see what the fuck happens. And that's why yes. I like this song. And totally. I think every song on it's fucking great. And there's a yeah. lot of tracks, but and it's short, but it's good. Yeah. It's I listened to it a few. Yeah, it definitely is. I, I listened to a, a few, or listened to it a few times um, in preparation for the show, uh, being studious listener. And sometimes I'm just like, all right, I just want to form like a, I just want to form an opinion on this that's like well thought out, well. Um, expressed and experienced or whatever but then i found myself i was just like man you know it's like it was like an album that i had already like was already going to like you know what i mean and i just like um i think one of my favorite songs on there is um hide and seek i like a lot i like burning cold is is awesome the first track is good too because it kind of like you're like oh my god what am i getting into you know like it's got an it's got an attitude to it and like yeah the rawness and the crustiness of it is very apparent i think that's a hard sound to like describe to somebody yeah i mean i think the first track off this like i think it's this is like their final album was like kick in the south so good yeah yeah you know um I, I like I like all those songs too. Hide and Seek's great. I think the last track, Link, is awesome, and I think it's the longest song on the album. Yeah. Um, but that one, like, it kind of like it's funny because you listen to this, and I'm like, I'm a pretty big fan of Kylesa and like, you know, their last couple of records that they released, and I saw them. They put on a great fucking live show, um, and uh, yeah, I just it's funny because you can hear like what he would go like Philip Cope with the guitarist of Demod, I guess he was a guitarist yeah. on Kylesa. Um, you could just kind of hear the sound that he was going for with like in this final Demod album and then what would become Kylesa, like listening uh-huh. through their discography until like to the point they are now. It's like, 
it's a weird progression dude like you can see where it's going like each album you know <laughs> so yeah i don't know it's been pretty interesting to go back and listen to like the early start of like a 98 like 97 98 record that he made yeah, and yeah. then like listening to like the last kailasa record it's like you can still hear influences from like an, something from the 90s in you know well when was that released like 2015 i think was the last kailasa record so i don't know man it's cool i love it i think it's great yeah. if you if people are looking for something a little crusty a little messy it's a great album to get yeah. you know? i think it's only like 7.99 or 6.99 on itunes too so yeah pretty affordable won't Not break that. the bank yeah I know that stuff is on Spotify too, so if you got that, that's true. That yeah. premium, premium. I don't got we'll that. I just search that. Shit. I just buy like an album every month and listen to it for a month and then buy another one. Yeah. You know, um, I just wonder I wish, about. I, yeah, I, I wish Spotify was around when I was like in high school, <laughs> when like the early yeah. days of the internet were beginning. Yeah. Um, just because it's like I wanted to listen to so much stuff and now it's like I can listen to anything I want you know it's just like oh man I listen I want to let you listen to sketches of spam by Miles Davis I don't have that I can just go you know yeah. find it anywhere yeah I you love know? it um, I, I, can, I love my like Spotify I, I, yeah I mean I like it for that but I'm such a fan of like listening to an album in its entirety in order that like I yeah. don't pay for premium Spotify I know if I did I could listen to anything I wanted in the order I wanted to listen yeah, to that's what I got yeah um, so I like I know I could do that and I did have Apple Music for a while but what I was finding out is that like if I found an album I really liked I would just listen to it for a month and I would be like well fuck I just wasted like 10 fucking dollars listening to the same fucking thing yeah. you know I might like I might like listen to another album like halfway but if I'm like yeah. really into an album it usually takes me like a month to really like yeah. digest I mean and, like, get yeah, it either into, way like, you're paying into... either way you're paying 10 bucks yeah that's <laughs> yeah that's but you I don't get decided to, keep... to buy f- take a chance like listen to little previews and just be like you know the only thing that bugs me about spotify is that there's like a limit to the amount of albums you can save yeah um it's like 100 albums um anyway uh did you have any other like recommendations or anything you've been listening to that you wanted to shout out before we head out um no i'd just say listen to that new mirker song and the new chelsea wolf song they're both really good ladies being dark making like dark metal music and it's fucking great uh i've been listening to what's my phone um, i just bought uh chelsea wolf's um uh the grime and the glow which was her first release on sergeant and it's <laughs> fucking dope um, is it good i gotta get that and then i was listening to abyss last night which i guess she suffers from like night terrors or like uh sleep paralysis or something yeah and I have like Stephanos and many of my friends that know me. I've actually had it happen. Yeah. Apparently, I, Rabbit has too. So. Yeah. Um, yeah, I had it happen to me when we were in LA last. Yeah, and so that's uh, I guess that album's about that, like her experience with that. And I was listening cool. to it. And some dark ass shit, man. That music's really cool. A lot of electronic stuff yeah, going on. I love there. her. She has a great voice. Uh, she'll be playing. She's going on tour this summer and release of the new record called His Spun, and she's going to be going yeah. on tour with youth code which is a great fucking band and if they come yep. to your city you should see that show because it'll be weird and different and awesome it's um oh we were going to talk about EKY real quick yeah you've been listening um, to that pretty heavily the new one yeah i i've always i have a, such a special place in my heart for cky i've just always loved their sound first time i heard it was jackass 96 quite bitter beings like most a lot of people but 
I just always have hung on. I like their sound. It's kind of like, it's hard to define because it's like kind of metal sometimes and then kind of like synthy and like rock, you know, like, I don't know, but I've always just kind of liked their vibe a lot. And pretty much all their albums has at least like five standout tracks on them that are awesome. Um, this new album, Phoenix, is interesting because it doesn't, it no longer has um, the main guy, was his name Darren something or other? Um, it no longer has the main dude, but it has Chad Ginsburg as the guitarist, the original guitarist of CKY. So he's taken over like the singing reins and like songwriting reins. Um, Jera, Bam Margera's brother, plays the drums. Um, so that's how they're all affiliated with those guys. You know, it was like skateboard rock for the late 90s, early 2000s, and, you know, kind of turned into like poppy, kind of weird. You know, the guy got kind of weird with it. He went kind of Peter Gabriel on it. And, uh, <laughs> but anyway, so this album is like a lot more metally, I think, like truer to the intentions of some of their earlier material. Um, the Chad Ginsburg, he's kind of, see, it kind of feels like him and Jess Margera are kind of out of the shadow of, um, um, I'm trying to pull up the guy's name <laughs> so I know what, kind of know what I sound like I'm talking about. Um, yeah, I think it, these guys names back, back in the day. Darren something, Damon, I don't know, I forgot. Um, but, uh, but this album is like interesting to me because it's like they're kind of out from under that guy's shadow and really just like, it, to me I can hear like a lot of work went into this album. Darren Miller is his name, sorry. Um, into this album to make it kind of sound like they still have done there's certain parts of the album that are very rem recognizable as this is CKY which I like because they were like these are the parts of our sound that really work that are, are, that our fans recognize and then they and then they're like we're going to take it more metal more guitar solos um, you know the vocals will lean back a little bit and you know like they're not like you know I liked the writing of Darren Miller a lot I like his voice a lot but Chad Ginsburg is also like he's filling those shoes in his own way and I think it's like really successful you know it's not like the greatest record I ever heard or anything but I really love these guys and I'm glad that this album is like is what it is because I, I, I've been jamming out to it the covers awesome um, you know it's a good addition to their discography it's not gonna blow your mind or anything but if you're ever a fan of it I would say not to sh turn away from it or anything because it's got some good tracks on it Head, head for a breakdown is a really good one. Um, it's like a nice rock record, you know. It's like Darren's stuff was kind of like horror influenced, kind of like autobiographical, weird fantasy stories that he like wrote into the music. And this one seems like more straightforward, kind of like biker, skateboard, scumbag, drunken rock and roll um, with a little bit of like throwback metal. Yeah. And uh, Stefan approved. Uh, I really enjoy it. Yeah, I only listened to like three tracks off this, and I was not yeah. super sold on it because I'm mm -hmm. like I think the last good one I think was a uh, infiltrate the story rebuild. But yeah, since you're so passionate about it, yeah, it got you know they got, it got a lot more emotional. The one um, an answer can be found. The album after infiltrate destroy rebuild yeah. is a lot more. You know, it's still that's the thing about these guys is like they still rock, you know, but there is a lot there's this whole other thing going on with Darren Miller's songwriting and you know, it's a little I don't want to say poppy, but it's like a little sugary, sugar coated, I guess. You know, it's got it's it kind of took them in a direction that I think, you know, they they're they they kicked him out of the band basically. Um but they uh 
you know, it seems it feels like Chad Ginsburg and Jess like always kind of wanted to do this kind of like rock and roll metal thing, you know, keep it simple. And I think Darren Miller, as much as I love his stuff, was kind of he had this whole overarching like narrative running through the songs, like 96 White Bitter Beings and the first track from Infiltrate, Rebuild, Destroy. Um, I forget what that's called. Um, you know, they there's like a narrative. It's weird. It's like you can piece it together if you want. Escape from Hellview, that's what it is. Yeah. But, you know, they... Um, but this album really just seems like they kind of came into their own and they just made the best possible rock record that they could. Um, but but what I was going to say is I would try and give an answer can be found another listen because there's some there's some awesome tracks on that one. Um, that that's I love Infiltrate, Rebuild, Destroy, but I think an answer can be found is probably my favorite CKY album. Um, and this one's so di- the new one's so different. Sorry, uh, the new one's so different, but it's like its own thing. So it's like. I love them all. I'm like, I'm just glad they put out a new album, and even if it's different. Yeah, uh, the thing I like about it is that even though the, like the main dude isn't there, I like I always like the way they tune their guitars and their instruments. Yeah, because it definitely like it's Me that too. CKY CKY sound. It's like metal. Yeah, like I don't even know how to describe it's, it, and that's nice that even if the yeah. have left that you know the drums yeah. still sound similar, the guitar parts still sound similar. I mean, because it's like two guys from the band still. So these guys are like affiliated with bands like him and um bloodhound gang mm-hmm. you know stuff like that so there's there's always you know they they their stuff came out in those old cky videos to begin with and like yeah there was like a very distinct sound like skateboard punk metal something you know like i don't even know yeah I, the thing that i always liked about cky was like they didn't really sound like anything else you know totally. like because i yeah. never got into him like i like some of the singles that him released yeah, I never really like got it, into it. It kind of just sounded like, you know, older rock with tinges of metal or like, you know, like, you know, so I wasn't like super into it because it was like, I'd much rather just listen to CKY, you know? Yeah. It's yeah. like fun. Like you're saying, it's like fun skater metal almost. It's like yeah. they weren't taking themselves too seriously, but they were writing like kick-ass riffs and like all this shit. And it was just like, oh, it sounds so good. Yeah. It's so intense yeah. and so fast. and. The, f- the flavor of it all has always been pretty like distinct and i've always appreciated it and i mean that's like that's like when jackass was at its high and then like if you watch jackass you had to know what the actual can't kill yourself cky was about and then it's yeah. like it all just became one thing where it's like wait is the band the same thing as the show and like no one really cared <laughs> like it was just like let's just call everything yeah. cky and just like release shit and it was a yeah genius. i remember that genius marketing was... move based off people doing dumb shit like a band yeah. got found out of it and you know and you would buy buy the videos in skate shops and you know they would you get the music the tracks would be on there they'd be like like function as music videos for the cky tracks and everything like i bet these dudes had such a fucking blast when they first got going this is one band i really like even now like to see him would be great because i like this new album but it would have been awesome to see infiltrate destroy rebuild live or an answer can be found like um or anytime, I mean, even early on, like I bet, God, they're just one of those bands like at the drive-in. So I don't know, maybe one day they'll get back together. <laughs> I mean, but I like, I like where they're going. If you're gonna go out as CKY, like they have to play some of those songs, you know, like even if yeah. it is a different band, like and not with the same lead singer, like they still need to play like some stuff off. You know, they need to play '96 Quite Bitter Beings. I mean, that's like their bread right there. You know, it's like people are gonna expect totally. that. Yeah, and, I mean, I think the guy sounds that's similar to scissor. the other dude. That I don't think it's like. You know, like if you hadn't told me, I don't think I would know. I would just probably have thought his voice changed or he decided to sing a certain way. Yeah. So, because I mean, some bands do that. Like, 
you know, like every time my dad comes to mind, like that dude sings totally different than he did on like Hot Damn, just because yeah. he was losing his voice, like, you know, so. I don't know, but they got to. They got to do that song, man. I'd see them too, just to like have the chance to maybe see that some of those songs off. Infiltrate yeah, totally. And, yeah, Flesh into Gear is one of my favorite. Oh, I love their shit. The first screenplay I ever wrote in high school was based on 96 Quite Bitter Beings. Just the lyrics of the song. I was like, oh, fuck. Like already I heard this story and I was like, that was like the first, that's how I graduated my, well, I didn't graduate, but that's like how I passed my drama class in fucking high school. <laughs> yeah. Awesome. Fucking love that CKY. I want to read um, that script, by the way. <laughs> oh, I'll send it to you. Uh, maybe we should do it on live or something. Uh, I do. I still have it. It's funny. I just uh, wanted to know what high school Stefan was thinking about while he was listening. To yeah, it was called. Gonna... So it, the, it was called Kin. Like, that's my kin, you know, K-I-N. And it was about this group of teenagers based off of my friends in high school who take a camping trip. And they end up in this town where there's like, you know, the town of Hellview, you know, like this guy had his own story, but this is how I interpreted it when I was 18. But yeah, this town, town of Hellview. And there was just like, there was nothing but like cars and stuff everywhere, but there was like hardly anybody around. And you only saw, you know, there was like these new, it looked like a tourist spot, but there were no tourists. Um, (laughs) And so anyway, it just like this unraveled as this big, like crazy, like hillbilly, like inbred, you know, hills have eyes kind of, slasher thing where you find out one of the teenagers was like he like embeds himself into regular society and lures these people into the town it was like it was pretty good i'll, I'll send it to you but it was no, called man, king I, i'm already excited like i want to watch that fucking movie dude yeah yeah i should rewrite it um but based on and inspired on 96 quite bitter beings by cky so for a long time i'm happy about this album um but before we go, I wanted to recommend a couple things. There's this band Spirit Adrift that I found out about through a split album they did with Chemist. Um, the split album is, um, I'll post it on the Superhouse podcast page, but um, Spirit Adrift does a version of Man of Constant Sorrow from Oh Brother Art Thou. Um, that is a fucking doom metal fucking masterpiece. It's amazing. Um, and Chemist does a version of that Oh Death song. Um, that's played in Oh Brother Where Art Thou as well. Like they're both like these these really nice doomy versions. Um, I'll post those. But but actually, and then I went and uh, Chained to Oblivion is the Spirit Adrift album that just came out. Mm-hmm. And this like if you're a fan of like Chemist, Paul Bearer, any kind of doom stuff. Like lately lately for me it's been like my bread and butter. Kind of like really into funeral doom doom music, sludgy kind of stuff. I like the yeah. real melodic stuff, but. Spirit Adrift is some hot shit. Um, Chained to Oblivion, that's my recommendation. Um, possibly even my pick for the next episode, but or an album for people to listen to. <laughs> um, other than that, um, um, Ariel Pink, I like Ariel Pink, released a single called Another Weekend. That's a really nice little song. He's got a cool vibe. Um, I really dig some Ariel Pink. Uh, other than that, I think that's all I have. Arcadia came out. I think we kind of talked about this, maybe not even on the podcast, but it's a it's a band that Brand Daler's playing the drums for, and it's like this crazy synthy rock spazoid kind of weird shit. But it's pretty good. Um, Arcadia's self-titled album that just came out as well. Cool. Yeah. Well, 
that's all I got, I think. Yeah, me too. We haven't done yeah. this in a while, but it's still, I know. Yeah. I'm sure I'm missing something. I've just it's yeah. been a while. So but just a tidbit. My CD player won't play new CDs, so now I'm just going back into 90s CDs that, I, that will play in my CD player. And I started listening to the Toadies Rubberneck again, and like, I bought it on cassette because yeah. I like the song Possum Kingdom a lot. And that's a pretty fucking good album, and if some of you were like, remember buying it back in the day and you're like, oh, it's not all Possum Kingdom, you should go back and listen to it. Yeah. It's actually a really good, like, fucking 90s rock record, dude. Like. I love that song Possum Kingdom, but there are some like standout tracks that I was like, fuck, these guys should have probably been more popular than they were. Yeah. But that's my little tidbit. That's what I've been listening to oh, yeah. as well. Fuck yeah. So go check out some of that music. I'll post as much as I can um, in this uh, Spotify playlist made for heavy rotation. Um, look to that if you want to hear any of the releases that we've been talking about. Unfortunately, we don't have the bread to license any of these tracks for our actual program. Uh, but the free-to-use music that I lay under is, isn't too bad nowadays. So check out that Spotify playlist uh, to hear all the hot music that we've been listening to. Um, as well as check the Superhouse podcast page uh, where I will post links to new tracks. You know, that Mercury track that Maddie was talking about. Anything we come across, we'll be sure to share with our Superhouse podcast mofos. Um, thanks again for listening. This is Stefan from the Superhouse Podcast. This is Maddie from the Superhouse Podcast. Adios. Later.